Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nick Hoffman at the Marist School. Welcome to Tales from the Social Studies Department, the podcast where the students tell you the stories that they wish were on the curriculum. monster yes okay (laughs) so today we are talking about the heaven's gate cult and if you don't know what that is you are soon to find out same okay a little preface do you want to actually do you want to do yeah Yeah. okay make it so to start off um we are actually going to start at the end (laughs) also you're gonna get some random asmr things we're eating cheetos yeah there's cheetos and takis and monster this one's actually really good um, Can I? Yeah. Um, so, on March 26, um, 1997, mm-hmm. in Santa Fe, California, Rancho Santa Fe, California, um, the police were anonymously tipped off about a mass suicide that was about to happen, and when they broke in to the estate. house, estate, massive mansion, um, they found... 39 people dead. All weird circumstances. Yes. They were all wearing the same... They're all wearing matching black tracksuits that had patches on them that said Heaven's Gate Away Team. They all were wearing the same black Nikes, and each one of them was covered in a purple shroud that covered their head. And they also had plastic bags over their heads. Yes. And they were all, like, laying down, too. So some of them were on tables, were on the floor, some were on beds. They were everywhere. Um, so people decided they wanted to know why this mass suicide happened. And, and then they so, found out and they were like, this is insane. We should invest. Yes. And so they did. And this is what they found. This is what they found. So let's start off with. <laughs> we're going to start off with Marshall Applewhite, who is the well-known like not found well kind of he's not the founder but he is a very he's the most prominent leader yes so marshall applewhite he goes by a bunch of things you got marshall applewhite marshall applewhite perf bow and doe he goes by all of those names um we will hopefully be sticking to one but who knows see what we feel like okay so basically Marshall is born in Texas to a Presbyterian minister, and because of this, he's raised really extremely religiously, to the point where when he finishes high school, he goes into the seminary. But while he's in the seminary, he finds a love for music. So he quits the seminary. And men. Maggie, we're getting there! (laughs) We'll get there. Oh, look at this. (laughs) He finds a love for music, so he quits seminary, moves to New York City to pursue a music career. Total flop. Total flop. But he, while he's there, he also studies at the University of Colorado and gets a master's degree with a concentration in musical theater. Remember musical theater. This will come into play later. So 
He finishes that. He starts working at the University of Alabama as a music professor, and he meets Anne Pierce. And they get married in 1952, and they have two children together. Anne Pierce is a woman. Anne Pierce is a woman. They have two children together, Mark and Lane. Then mysteriously, <laughs> mysteriously one day, um, he gets a divorce, and he gets fired from his job. Everybody's like, hmm, I wonder what happened to good old Herf Applewhite. Should we say it on three? One, one two, two, three. three. Gay! <laughs> he was gay! He was so gay! And because of this, he had a love affair with one of his male students and got caught, which proceeded in his wife leaving him, taking the kids, and him getting fired. It was Alabama. And it was the 70s. Um... Yeah, so basically, because of that, and him being gay... And his parents absolutely not accepting him oh, at all. Did I say what his dad said to him? Oh, yes. He His dad um, shared some very choice words. He says, What kind of sin must I have committed to have been given a son like you? So, little burn there. Big burn um, there. Big burn there. And so, basically, because he was gay, he was like, I'm crazy. As one does. Absolutely psychotic. And Honestly, so, well, you know what? He was an awful person. Mm-hmm. I feel for him, though. Yeah, like, very, like, just coming out as gay in the 70s, especially 70s, to, like, 70s. super religious parents, oh, even yeah. today is, like, a hard it's thing. Just, it's painful. But that does not excuse him from, you know, killing a lot of people. But anyways, moving along. Well, he, he thinks he's crazy, and everybody's disowned him. He's got fired from his job. He basically doesn't know where to go. So Except he checks to, himself into a mental well, asylum. Crazy. He goes to the top of a bridge, ready to commit suicide, when he gets a sort of, like, sixth sense feeling from some... Spider tingle. Being. Yeah, the Peter tingle. <laughs> except it's the Herf tingle, the Marshall Applewhite tingle, that somebody's trying to communicate him, telling him to not jump. So instead of jumping, he checks himself into a psych ward, where he meets... Bonnie Lou Nettles. Bonnie Lou Nettles, who really is the... She's a manipulative... <sighs> She's... <laughs> She's really who starts us all, because... While Bonnie's the nurse there, Bonnie's married, has four children. Um, she meets Marshall, and when she hears his story, she's like, Marshall, listen to me. You're not crazy. You're not gay. Well, you are, but we're actually... We're actually known as the, the two. two. Capital T. Capital T. Basically, the two are... You know what? We probably need... We'll get to the ideology after this. Um, but basically, the two are... Aliens inside human vehicles sent to Earth to help people containers. I'm sorry, to help people uh, get to heaven. Um, and Marshall Applewhite hears this instead of being like, "You're crazy too," he's like, "You're so so right." Like that checks out. Yeah. And so Marshall leaves everything behind, and Bonnie also leaves everything behind, including, including her four children, including her four children and husband, and husband, and just like. Dips. And they go on the road together preaching about their cults. And Maggie's going to explain the ideology because yes. it's f- Okay. So I, I love, I find their ideology fascinating. It's um, so basically, um, to preface the whole thing, they took the Bible and made it aliens. So, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> there's no other way to describe it's, it. They fully just took the Bible and made it aliens. Yeah. So, they believe that 2,000 years ago, there was this, well, there still is, but there is this league of, like, aliens. Oh, I'm going to burp. Shit. Just do it in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't burp. That's so funny. Burp. It just, like, builds up, and then it goes away. Um, 
But is that my phone? No, no. You're popular. Silence your phone, girl. <laughs> Anyways, <coughs> so two thousand years ago, there was and is it's still there in their ideology that there is this kind of like society of extraterrestrials called the level above human and they live in the kingdom of heaven yes and so basically the whole thing was that 2000 years ago these extraterrestrials who are like humans started using earth to plant human plants is what they called them. <laughs> and then at this 2000 year period, kind of, they decided that the human. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that one burned. It's <laughs> <laughs> a spicy Cheetos and monster. <laughs> <laughs> they decided that the human plants were strong enough to be used as containers for these extraterrestrial beings. And so basically what happened was the leader of the level above humans um, sent down his like son, right right hand man kind of person. Oh my God. No, no we're not going back to the Hamilton phase. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, but so he brought like his right hand man dude and was like, yo, you need to go kind of his transcend into Alexander these humans. Hamilton. No, his <laughs> name is Jesus. So, <laughs> so that's based, that's what it is. Is he transcended into an adult male by the name of Jesus? Because adult males are the purest thing on earth. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, men. Um, and so basically, the whole point of Jesus was to preach to all of the lost souls who were all extraterrestrials in human containers that had been tainted by the human, like humanity and stuff, so that, you know, they lost their way and they don't know how to get back up to the level above human. And so Jesus's, um, Jesus's like point was to tell them all how to purify themselves so they can get back up into that like level, level above, above human. human and so obviously jesus you know crucified we all know um and apple white believed that he was the jesus. second coming of jesus kind of like that woman who said that she is carrying jesus, carrying jesus but it turned out that it's a she just reference. needed to go on a diet um oh my god um well so this all sounds <laughs> insane to us but because it's the 70s and because everybody's basically high all the time, people are like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and so they decide to follow him. I mean, to be fair, like, this is like a very, like, they target people that have been, like, delusioned by society and by religion. People that, like, thought life was supposed to be one way and it's another. And AKA they, other gay people. AKA other gay people. But There's so, a lot of gay people in his cold. Heaven's gay. Heaven's gay. It's heaven's gay. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> they all join the heavens. Anyways, so, like, some people that they get is, they get, uh, the main person, uh, well, importantly, right now, is that they get a guy with a gigantic trust fund, and basically he's, a like, A few guys with gigantic trust funds. Yes, they also get businessmen that have already made a fortune, basically, and then join the cult. 
they get valedictorians, they get mothers, fathers, basically just like everyday people. Who and are really are, smart and have a ton of money. Really smart and a ton of money. They all join this cult. Um, and so another thing is like cult tactics. So obviously, I feel like we hear about cults all the time. We're always like, I can never join a cult. But I'm not going to lie. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know if I should be married. Very susceptible. I'm sus- I'm very submissive and. <laughs> Please don't. Oh my god. <laughs> We're editing that. <laughs> but um, so basically they do a few things. First, the main thing is if you remember, Heaven's gay. Marshall White's gay. He's been isolated. Uh, isolated. Isolated. He's been isolated from being Spell gay. Check. Um. So basically, the first basically. Basically, the first rule is, like, sexuality and gender aren't a factor. They don't exist inside of, like, inside of the space. They don't exist on the next level. So it's it's really important to just get sexuality uh, <laughs> out of the way. So because of this, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of androgynous conformity that's happening. So each member gets a haircut. It's basically, like, think of... If any of you know SNL Target Lady, it's the Target Lady haircut. Just short bobs with bangs. They all have to wear basically gray androgynous clothes. Women, particularly, have to wear, like, padded, like, breast pocket things. Well, like, sort of like, uh, like, like, button-up shirts with, like, pockets over the boobs, so it makes them... <laughs> She's um, grabbing I'm, her tits right now. I'm so now. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pockets over the boobs to, like, make it, like, less noticeable that they, um, had boobs. And they also, one of the first things that the cult does is they take everybody out on this, like, mountain retreat. And at this retreat, it's they start getting into the really strict, rigorous schedule. So every 12 minutes, they were required to stop what they were doing and meditate and reflect. Um, they were also, you know, classic cult tactic, had to cut off all ties, family, friends, outside world. The only people that you could talk to were the people inside the cult. So this meant that, like, the family, like, they dropped and left. They did not tell their family anything. Mm-mm. So, like... You think about it, a lot of these families had no idea where their kids were, or their husbands or wives were, mm-hmm. or their kids, like, their, like, siblings, whatever. Yes. They just dropped and left. Um, I'm sorry. Um, and so, basically what they did is, with all the money that they pooled, they would buy, not buy, they would rent giant mansions, because... I mean, at the height of this cult, they had, like, 200 followers. So they all lived in the same house, basically. It was yeah. like, almost like a... It was almost like a, a monastery four, yeah, kind of like thing. four bunk beds for, per room. Oh, God. Um, but... So they all move into the big house, and they also do a lot of fasting. They think that, you know, you need to be pure... Like, your body and soul need to be pure. They did so, a lot of juice cleanse. Juice cleanse. I think lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. Which has been endorsed by, like, I mean, probably the Kardashians. But a and lot of... Just, but it's just nasty. It's like, nasty. Literally, it's just, like, you're getting no nutrients. And they survived on this for, at one point, for three months. They were survived on these juice cleanses. Um, they had hours of lectures by Doe, if you remember, that's Marshall Applewhite. He would lecture them... The big thing is, like I said, sexuality and gender is not a thing. So they would have check partners who would have to check on you if you're having sexual thoughts. And they would have to admit to the group if they had any nocturnal emissions, which they would also call slippages. Um, Think about the word. Just think about the words nocturnal emission. It's basically masturbation it's or masturbation. wet dreams. And they would have to admit that, like, to the group. Like, group therapy group session, therapy. and you would have to be like, I jerked off last night. And they, everyone else would have to be like, um, maybe try not jerking off? Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. 
And so another thing that they did too, that was, you know, another cult tactic is they took away basically any sense of self. So they took away each like names and gave them new ones and each like name that they had, it ended with Odie, O-D-Y, which apparently is some sort of derivative from like a word that means like children. Mm-hmm. And they did this because they told them, you know, body, mind, soul need to be pure. You need to be pure like children. Um, and this is another way of infantilizing. Yep, which brings us to infantilizing. Infantilizing. Which basically is when you treat someone like a child and you teach them like a child so that they grow to rely on you. Yes. And so that's like one of the... And when someone relies on you, I mean, it's really hard for them to break away from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, like, these people were told what to wear, what to eat, when to do things for literal decades. And so they become like children to the people who are telling them what to do. And without them, they don't know what to do, which makes them stay in the cult. And it makes them very, very susceptible to manipulation. Like, they would follow Apple White anywhere because it's basically like, you know, how you follow. You're kind of like when you're a kid, you mostly follow your parents' political ideologies. Exactly. It's the same thing. You have no idea. What. You have no idea, like, what actually goes on, so you just take your parents' word for it. Exactly. And, I mean, they started this cult, and I think I wrote down, they start recruiting in 1974, and everything really goes down in 1997, so that's decades. Uh-huh. Um, so... Everything's going pretty good in the cult. Like I said, they had, I mean, at height, they had about 200 members, but they do start running into some problems. Um, they run out of money. They run out of money. So all the trust funds and all the money that they've had in the bank accounts from the businessmen runs out, which forces some of the members to get jobs. And what this does is puts them back out into society, because if you remember, they were isolated before. Oh, she's... <laughs> what is happening? It's spicy, so it's making my nose run. I hate this. It's Puerto Rico. Okay. Anyways, but, um... Is it all my fault? I'm Irish. Sorry. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Okay, so they're forced to go back out into society and, um... Yeah, so basically, they they figure out what life is like after being in isolation for so long. And another thing is they have to hide their identities. Because if you remember, their, their family, their friends are still looking for them. Fake names, fake social security numbers. And what's really important is that the people in this cult are extremely smart. They're extremely smart mm. people. And a lot of them get jobs working in tech. Um, oh, wait. Oh, girl. <laughs> choked. A lot of them get jobs working on tech, which comes into play later. Um, but see, now they have access to the outside world. They're seeing things, and a lot of them leave the cult. But like we said, inf- infantilization... They leave the cult, and then as soon as something happens, they come back. It could be a small trigger, it could be a big thing, but as soon as something happens, they don't know what to do. They need that sense of like safety and conformity. They join back into the cult. They need Apple White. They need Apple White. They need Doe. They need him. That's <laughs> okay. They did remake the Sound of Music, like Doe a Deer song. We'll insert it. I think. Yeah, we're gonna put that. That's what our intro is, so... It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, it's really, really... <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I mean, it literally showcases, like, how, like, far gone these people were oh, yeah. into the ideology. Like, okay. these are fully grown-ass people. Like, the youngest one, I think, was what? Like, 25. 25. 25 was the oldest. The oldest was 70. Ooh, I wrote it down. <laughs> so did I. The oldest was, like, 70-something. 80, 83. 80, 83. 25 and 83. Okay. 
So, wide range. Now, wide range. Heaven's Gate, this is the biggest problem for Heaven's Gate, is that Bonnie Lou Nettles, which if you remember, she's like... Um, she was the nurse that inducted Applewhite. She's been here this whole time. She's like the second leader, while she Applewhite... She was part of the two. Yeah. The capital T. <laughs> Applewhite is charismatic, and he's good at recruiting people and indoctrinating them, but... She's the behind the scenes. She's lady. the behind the scenes. I mean, she basically made all this shit up. Like, this oh, came yeah. straight out of her ass. <laughs> and... Oh god. Anyways, she gets cancer and she dies from it. And if you remember, they did tell their followers that, hey, by oh, the way, when I didn't tell them about this. Oh. Yeah, so basically, I forgot about this part. This is slightly like cornerstone, like very important. Basically, one of the part of their ideology was that, oh yeah, their whole thing was that you don't have to die to go to heaven. Basically, what happens is the extraterrestrials will like pull up in a UFO and absorb your body and soul into heaven without you having to die if you were pure enough. And so, obviously, they were all like, Bonnie is the most pure because she, like, helped run this She's thing, obviously. basically what I think at one point um, Marshall Applewhite says, if I'm Jesus, then Bonnie's God. Yeah, literally. Like, he, Bonnie is, like, top tier of this heaven's yes. cult. So she dies, and they're all waiting for this UFO to pick up her body, and it And never it just comes. doesn't. So her body's just kind of chilling there. So, so, yeah, and Nothing suddenly happens. all these followers that have been literally following these people for decades are suddenly like, what have we been doing? Like, like, we've given our lives to these people. Like, what if Applewhite's just absolutely demented? Like, <laughs> what if he was? What if he's just... But then Applewhite comes in, he's like, guys. And God isn't an alien. Don't join cults. It's stupid. Applewhite comes in, he's like, guys, 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 guys. I know this looks bad, but I think we just got one thing wrong. I know we said, like, you don't have to die to go to heaven. But Plot twist, you actually do. We're all going to actually have to commit mass suicide in order to get there. And all his followers are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm down. I'm down if you're down. You know, like, that kind of thing. Like, And so, so they begin the journey. Well, so, oh my god, I'm about to, like, cry a little bit. Oh, set. Can can the Puerto Rican not take the heat? No, it's hitting oh. me. Oh, oh. This mm. of Puerto Rican food isn't spicy. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sip my monster. <laughs> okay, well, after Bonnie dies, there was, like, a huge down period, obviously, because, they like, a lot of followers. people were leaving. Also, she dies in 84. Um, So the 70s Apple are over. kind of goes, like, batshit crazy. I mean, the 70s are over. Nobody's on drugs anymore. Um, I mean... I mean... They are, but, like, They are, less. but, like, not as frequently. But anyways. And so, a lot of people leave the cult. And so they're at this really big down period, so they're like, okay, guys, we need to go out and recruit again. And if you remember, a lot of them got jobs in tech. So they go out... Well, first they go out, just what they did originally. They go on the road, they give talks to people, but people... They also put up flyers. People think they're f***ing insane. No, and I even... Like, I watched a video of people who had, like, lived through that time and had seen these flyers be put up. And one of them was literally like, I just wanted to see what these people looked like because they were literally f crazy. It was so funny. It was like a news, it was a news um, report, like, reporter person going up to people. And he was like, yeah, I saw this, um, I saw this flyer on a pet, on like a pole. Yeah. And it was like... The UFOs are coming to bring you to heaven. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a little video footage of their talks, and it's just, like, people leaving halfway through being, like, these people are actually insane. But, um, so it doesn't work, obviously. It's very little people. I don't even think a single person's recruited from this, but 
then they do something that is basically honestly i'm gonna say this is why heaven's cult heaven's cult heaven's gate 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 heaven's gate is so like such a big part of like like i don't even know like culture at this point because they get on the internet and they start posting videos of Doe, which remembers Marsha Off-White, and his teachings. He looks crazy, by the way. If he you does. look up He's... a picture of him... But he... We're hours and hours of footage of literally just him lecturing. There's a four-part initiation video that I watched and it's still on YouTube. And that man, his eyes, like... You know those people who have eyes that, like, stick out of their head? That's him, except he doesn't blink. I don't think I saw him blink once. Like, that man was terrifying. Finally, this is what's most interesting to me. Is so, like I said, um, Marshall and Bonnie Nettles were like, they were like, he called, he referred to her as his sexless partner, as in like, partner, as in like a wife and a husband would be, except they weren't having sex because, you know, sexuality and gender, whatever. Not a lot. Um, and so when she dies, he's like, I need someone to be my right hand man's man and this is where it gets gay and so he asked one of his followers i'm really sad that i cannot remember his name but he asked one of his followers like hey you said it was like dixie last time right not dixie it's something with the dick in it though because that's why <laughs> i remember it <laughs> damn it, i'll find okay well anyways he's like will you come lead with me and he's like yeah i'll come lead with you so they're leading together but it all goes wrong because suddenly suddenly Marshall Doe is having an increase of nocturnal emissions, an increase of slippages, and he says this is because his vehicle, his container, container it's same difference. No, anyway, it's not. His container is becoming too attracted to his right-hand man's container. And so he's like, I'm so tired of this happening. I like, I just want an escape from my sexuality. And so, so he, he chopped off his balls. He chops his dick off. <laughs> his, 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 his balls. <laughs> <laughs> he castrated himself. He castrates himself. And uh, well, he doesn't castrate himself. He goes to some sketchy <laughs> like. Well, okay. So first, he's like, I don't want to go first. So everybody, you know, raise your hand if you want to be castrated first. And so this one, one guy, Stephen McCarter, who goes by Sorodi, because he got a new name, and like is we like, said, Odie, I volunteer as tribute, and he gets his boss cut off. But not by a doctor, no. By a member of the cult who once was a nurse. And if you ago. know anything about castration, nurses aren't really, like, you know, they're not qualified to do castrations I, normally. I went on a, like, a rabbit hole with this. She texted me at 11.30 on Tuesday night. And was like, Maggie, I am going down a rabbit hole with this cold. I had two like, girls there. I didn't study them. But anyways, I and saw- she did it again yesterday. Didn't I didn't see a video, but I watched a video. I guess that's the same difference. Of this guy that was like in the room when it happened, he like left the cold. And he's like, he's like, we're all in there watching this guy get castrated. And they, they cut off like some like tubes, but suddenly his testicles start to just- like get gigantic because they're filling with liquid and so they have to just cut them off completely and um apparently marshall applewhite puts them in his pocket walks down to a pier at the ocean and throws them in to get rid of evidence but basically sorority is if you ever see a ball sack floating in the ocean that is that's how sorority's ball sack that's heaven's cool heaven's gay heaven's Heaven's gay (laughs) but um so then at this point, they're like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't a good idea to just have somebody <laughs> randomly... I'm joking. 
the monster. <laughs> I'm good. Dude, I'm drinking a lot of this. Oh my god. I almost oh. finished mine. Hmm? Oh. Oh, we hit 30 minutes. Hey! 30 minutes? Yeah, it's been 30 minutes. Oh my god. Anyways. So, so, they're like, maybe it wasn't a good idea to just, you know, start chopping people's balls off willy-nilly. So, they go to a sketchy-ass Mexican doctor. Well, the, uh, some let's, of them. Let's not be, let's not be insensitive. They go to a sketchy doctor in Mexico. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm on drugs. Because I, it's cause cause I am. No. Monster is drugs. Caffeine okay. is a drug. Wow. Okay. And so, Talk to DP about it. He got mad at me because I drink too much coffee. Anyways. Eight people get castrated, basically, including Marshall Applewhite. So, castration. So at this point... Oh, we didn't talk about Hail Bop! Oh! The reason they started, like, re-recruiting, backpedaling to that. <laughs> hey, it's better than our last run. This is our second run. Our first one was... It was so much funnier, but, um... Oh, it was so much funnier. We were dying, but it was a little more all over the place. This is more, like, structured. Um, but the reason they had a second recruitment, like, period where people actually started coming back is because the Hailbop comet, which, if you don't know what the Hailbop comet is, it was this comet that started, like, heading towards Earth, and everyone was freaking out, and they were like, oh my god, yo, this is Bonnie. There's a UFO behind it. <laughs> there is a UFO. Bonnie is pulling up in her new her whip, new web. and she is coming to pick our asses up from this godforsaken world. Well, okay, basically, so, they started re-recruiting, and they were like, we gotta, like you know, go back up to the level above human when it gets as close as the, like, as close as the comet gets, you gotta do it right then. So, the comet starts coming around <clears throat> in late spring, so in, like, late March, basically. Is that late spring? That's early spring. My bad. In early spring, that is early March. Spring. And so... Originally, actually, the cult was going to go out, like, guns blazing. Like, they were going to be, like, it was going to be, like, Waco, basically. Oh, yeah. They were going to fully, like, make a statement with But this. then they started thinking, you know what, we don't want to get <clears throat> involved. So they were like, let's just have a mass suicide. We're tighter, quicker, let's go. You know? And they did want to do it quickly because, if you remember, people have been here in decades waiting, like, waiting to just get to this final step. They feel pure enough. So when he's, like... So when Doe's like, hey, let's all just, like, kill ourselves really quick, they were like, finally. They were like, f*** it, let's like, go. They were like, finally, because we've been waiting. And they were, had been waiting. Yeah. And so, basically, when they went to go, you know... They order euthanasia drugs, matching black sweatsuits, and matching Nike shoes. They actually didn't order euthanasia drugs. Euthanasia. Hello. I have... Okay. Did they? Because <clears throat> the thing... Uh, the mixture that they used to kill themselves was interesting. And I will tell you after we talk about their final goodbyes. So basically- oh, Did you watch any of these? I did. It was, it was, I, it was creepy as hell. They're all just smiling. They're all, so it's basically videos that they took on the porch of their like mansion in California mm -hmm. that um, was just these different, they were normally in pairs. It was them and I'm guessing their check partner. Um, yeah. <clears throat> And they were basically giving a video to the public, to their family, whoever they wanted. And it was, they're saying goodbye. They're saying, like, why they're doing this. Um, 
the you know, crazy any last thing is, word like, when you're listening to it, it's basically everything they're saying is stuff that Doe Applewhite has already said. Like, from his indoctrination videos, like, that four-part thing that I watched, if you watch them, sex, like, side-by-side, side, almost verbatim. It's like, people, it basically about, what they're saying is, the world's too corrupt, this is this is our own free will. Yeah. That's what they say, every single person says it. Every single person said it, and it was almost verbatim from the way that Applewhite said it in his, like, indoctrination, like, video thing. And another thing they did, too, is there was a period in time where the people went back home. They went and they saw their family one last time. Basically, not to be like, basically what they did where they were just like, I'm fine. I'm safe. Don't come looking for me. Don't like don't because they at this point they were like we need people to stop looking into what we're doing, like because it does sound super suspicious. Yeah. For some for some reason it sounds super suspicious. And I don't really think the government wants 39 people to commit suicide. Yeah, it's the U.S. government. They don't want another Jamestown though. Like, was that before or after this? I think that was I think it was before, right? This is 97. Yeah. She's looking up. I'm we'll get back to you. But so basically, it is the day, March 26th. Well, it wasn't March 26th. It wasn't. So basically, I swear to God, it was March 26th. So on March 21st, they were they um, record their goodbye videos, mm -hmm. and they have a like a last supper of. They go to the Marie Callender's restaurant. <clears throat> They were very vanilla. Um, they had a last <laughs> supper. Like I said, every, it's all about conformity. So even their last supper, they all got the same thing. They got iced tea. I looked up, I don't think I looked up the right thing. I don't think we did either. Salad with tomato vinaigrette, turkey pot pie, and blueberry cheesecake. That was their last meal. 48 hours later, after they left their restaurant, was when the suicides began. So they did them in three different groups. And basically they did it so that like whoever was dying in group one, groups two and three would assist. Whoever's dying in group two, three would assist, and whoever was dying in three, I think there was, like, one person that was left to assist. Um, and a it lot was of people, Jonestown, not Jamestown. Oh, Jamestown's the first permanent U.S. settlement. Yeah. This is this is our A-push, final. Um, it's fine, we know what we're doing. <laughs> um, um, but so, a lot of people think that Applewhite was the last to die. Ah, I was right. Jonestown was in 1978, so. The what? Yep. Okay, very much before this. Okay. Yeah. But so, um, what am I saying? And so a lot of people think that Applewhite was the last to die, but he actually went in the second group. So he died. And also another thing that you've got to remember is yes, Applewhite was fucking crazy, but Bonnie Nettles is the one that made us all up. Oh yeah. Bonnie Nettles, that, like, that man, that lady, that man, that lady. Marshall was, Applewhite was a follower before he was a leader. And he was indoctrinated. He was like indoctrinated was before everyone else. Yeah. So he, he does kind of believe this. Um, another interesting thing about this is they are very into Star Trek. There's a lot of Star oh, Trek references. Oh, there's so many Star Trek references. And it's so funny. And they're like they're they are literally dressed in matching spacesuits, like those those like black sweatsuits. Those supposed to be like yeah, spacesuits. And they all wore the same Nike shoes. And the goodbye videos, somebody goes thirty nine to beam up, which is a Star Trek reference. Mm. Um, and their patches are Star Trek references. It literally is called Heaven's Gateway Team. Um, but anyway, so they die in shifts. Do you want to tell us the concoction? That yes. They okay. So oh, I just smacked my microphone. My bad. Sorry, Doctor Hoffman. Um. <laughs> Dr. Hoffman, we're having some trouble down oh here God. in the podcasting studio. 
Um, yeah, it took us like 20 minutes to set this up the first time we ran this. Um, that's why we didn't finish. That's why we didn't finish, and now we're recording it for a second time. Anyways, um, basically, the concoction that they did was extremely interesting. Oh my god, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I just gave her a <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, <laughs> The concoction they made was very interesting. Um, they mixed phenobarbital, which if you don't know what that is, it is a drug that is used to help control seizures. So they mixed phenobarbital and applesauce and pudding. Well, they mixed it into applesauce or pudding. Yeah. I think they got to choose what they wanted. Yeah. So, like, obviously you got to have some choice. You know, not... It is of their own free will. I'm uh, doing air quotes. Yes, air quotes. Very, very heavy air quotes. Um, and so it was phenobarbital and applesauce or pudding. And vodka. And then they washed it down with vodka. They wanted to go out with a bang. Oh, they, yeah. They, and then they, they, then they put plastic bags over their heads they were like, to asphyxiate yeah, themselves. Yeah, they were like, just to make sure that we're dead, let's asphyxiate ourselves. Um, and they made sure that they were covered in a purple, like, shawl, shroud thing. Yeah. And they were all laying down. Like, some people were laying on tables. They were laying on floors. They were mm-hmm. laying in beds, like, everywhere. So... Everybody's dead. Yeah. And they get an anonymous tip. The police. The police get an anonymous tip on March 26th. So that's why we have March 26th written down because that's when the police found them. Mm-hmm. They get an anonymous tip. And for actually for like a few decades, nobody knew who tipped off the police. But the police get there and they just, they find 39 dead bodies. All matching. They don't know what's happening because they walk in and when you see something like this, you're expecting to see corro- corrosion. Co- coerce. Coercion. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. But corrosions. Coercion. Yes. You are correct. Okay. Um, Not corrosion. Corrosion's like rust and stuff. Coercion. Coercion. Yes. When you coerce someone. They expect to see signs of corrosion. I feel like I'm still saying You it. are saying it wrong. Okay, well. Coercion. Coerce. They expect to see signs of coercion, <laughs> but they don't. And so they're really confused. And now they have, obviously the news, like, it breaks to the media that this is happening. Oh my God, thank you. She's giving me another mental. <laughs> the news, like, this breaks to the news outlets. And suddenly, like, they have, do- like, dozens and dozens of people calling in being like, Coming out of the work that were like, I haven't seen my brother in years. Where, like, is this my mother? And these people left behind children. I mean, oh yeah. Children totally. were left behind. Their parents entire families. Like, also, people started coming out of the woodwork who left in that, like, downtime after Bonnie died and didn't come back. And people they were coming start, out and they were like, yeah, I was in the cult. I mean, pe- honestly, some of the people that were in the cult and left after the mass suicide then committed suicide themselves. Yes. It's insane. And, oh, I also thought this was interesting. They find everyone in, like, bunk beds laying on tables. I mean, they walk into the biggest like the master bedroom of the house and they find marshall applewhite sitting there and they know like as soon as they walk in they're like this guy was the leader yeah because he's just laying peacefully in the master bedroom while everybody else is like basically stacked on top of um tables and on like bunk beds and he's got this whole room to himself um so but they have people calling them nobody really knows what's happened i mean everybody's thinking you know this is a cult but they don't have that much information on it until heaven's gate has a website and it's still up and running people like it's still updated like i literally accessed it last night yes and you can there's still there's an email address you can email them and they will respond to you yes as long as they didn't die like yesterday they Mm -hmm. will still respond to you um but so this all comes back to the anonymous caller who's the anonymous caller 
Who the f knows? But then we find out it's this guy named Rio D'Angelo. I don't think that's his actual name. I think that's it's like a, probably it's an a alias. it's an alias because you know he doesn't want to be out there. But basically, he's all ready to commit suicide, and Applewhite comes up to him and he's like, "Oh, that is like ASMR." I know. And Applewhite comes up to him and he's like, "You're you're not coming. You're not coming. <laughs> you're not invited. <laughs> you can't sit with us." And so actually, he's like, "Actually, Megan, I can't sit anywhere. anywhere. I have hemorrhoids." But so he's like. What the fuck are you saying? And he's like, you've been tasked with something else. The beings above have told me that you were the one that's tasked with making sure our story is told. Oh, yeah, because Marshall can talk telepathically to his father up in yes. the level of human. And so Angelo is given a set of tapes, basically, that are all of Applewhite's teachings, the goodbye videos, all that he is given. Oh, I just got a really bad story. Ugh. Um, and so he was the one that tipped off the police. Yes. And he is the one that published all the tapes. And he actually still believes in the cult. He was, I think he was interviewed, like, it's the 25th anniversary of this was, um, March 26th, I guess, 2022. Of this year. And he, I think he was interviewed again on ABC and he was like, I, I can't talk to the higher beings, like... Applewhite could, but I still get a feeling, mm -hmm. and the feeling's encouraging. So he does still believe, and like I said, the website's still running. They have published a book. Like people still believe in this, and this I think, is still a thing. I think that's the most interesting thing about this is that, especially with like the development of mass media, like it was so easy to find this to access the footage. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously now looking at it, it's insane. But like, like still on YouTube. Oh sh. These people really really believed in this cult. And like, even now, you can still access the initiation videos and like, there's there's a ton of information out there Literally, about this if you cult go to the that's website, still indoctrinating. Yeah, like, if you go to the website, you can find out every single thing. And they're still advertising that there is a way to get to like, heaven like this. Yeah, and despite the fact that media outlets have been like, because once this happened, like media outlets went crazy trying to figure out this story. So they were like putting this all out and they were like this is really stupid like this is crazy why are people doing this um and they were getting witnesses and people who used to be in the cult and stuff like that and it was just like it was just really f insane yeah and people i mean people in the cult or like that were in the cult still look back on apple white that like escaped the cult they still look back on apple white and they're like he was a he was a good guy he, his sister um apple white's sister came forward after this all happened and said like I just want the world to know, like, he was, a, he was a good guy at one point. I mean, when he taught at the University of Alabama, he was a very loved person, extremely charismatic. He wanted to be a Broadway star, and he would participate in musicals and plays, and he was loved. He was extremely loved, but that's what made it so easy for him to indoctrinate so many people into this cult and to kill so many people. He was just such a, like, social figure. Yes. Kind of person. And that's, just, that's like, the scariest part. I mean, like, you look at, like, serial killers, people that run cults, they are extremely charismatic people. Oh, yeah. Like, what, Jeffrey Dahmer, um... I don't know if Dahmer was. I feel like Bundy, Dahmer was. Bundy, really Bundy was. was very charismatic. Jonestown, I can't remember what his name was, but he was really charismatic, was too. After him. No, Jonestown, like his last name is Jones, but I don't know what his first name was. Whatever his first name was, he was very... <laughs> That's part two to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, still insane. So, yeah, that's the Heaven's... That's the Heaven's Gay Cult. Gate Cult. Gate, oh, gate Cult. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know what else to I, say. I hope you enjoyed our A-Push final project. 
Yeah. Um, shout out to Dr. Hoffman for being quite possibly the best teacher I've ever had. Oh, yeah. So, gonna miss your class next year. That's actually depressing. Wait. <laughs> okay, well. So, bye. yeah. Bye, guys. See you next year, I guess. Hopefully, because we're, we're maybe joining the podcast club. So, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Tales from the Social Studies Department is a podcast of the Marist Podcasting Experiment and executive produced by Dr. Nick Hoffman. All views expressed herein are the views of the podcaster and not of Marist School, Dr. Hoffman, or the Social Studies Department at Marist School. Thank you.